0: What are we discussing on today's Locked on Diamondbacks podcast? Which players are the most intriguing? Which players have the most to prove? Which players can make the biggest impression? Basically, the players I'm keeping an eye on this spring training. You are Locked on Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast Welcome into the Locked On Dimebacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? Always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24Portfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. If you want to see more content by me, just follow me on Twitter at CareerThomas24 for my personal account, or look up Locked On Dimebacks, both Twitter, and Instagram for the podcast handle, and of course. Thank you for making Locked on Diamondbacks your first listen every day. I would not be able to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing, doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friends. And one of those platforms is YouTube, so please hit subscribe to Locked on Diamondbacks on YouTube. We're at like 916 subscribers, want to hit 1,000 before opening day, so please hit subscribe. On on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the players that I think are the most intriguing this spring training. This is my personal list of guys that I'm going to be keeping a keen eye on. These are guys I think can make the biggest impression this camp to potentially uh, help themselves uh, make an impact this season. You know, parlay what they do this spring training into an opportunity on the major league level, either on opening day or at some point. Point this season or maybe even next year so these are the players who probably won't be their opening day or if they are their opening day these are not players who are going to have major roles these are all guys who've either had a cup of coffee with the d-backs or on the active roster but have never played for the d-backs or these are non-roster invites who are coming to spring training so three kind of categories either you had a cup of coffee you're either on the roster never played for the d-backs or you're just a non-roster invite these are 11 players that I'm keeping my eye on the most this spring training. And before we get into the list, I first want to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com lockdown to get started. But now let's jump into the podcast, and let's go Through my list of guys, I kind of did it in a power ranking of who I think is most intriguing to least intriguing this spring training. Number one for me of most intriguing guys this spring training is Christian Robinson. A lot of these guys we've already talked about on the podcast last week when talking about these uh, spring training camp battles, but I still want to mention them once again because Christian Robinson is someone that I'm definitely going to be locked into this spring training, someone that was the top D-backs prospect year after year in the early 2020s, was as high when you look at uh, MLB.com. Entering 2020, he was number 43 on the top 100 list, 55 in 2021. Baseball prospectus had him as high as number 15 in 2021. So Christian Robinson was a top prospect for the D-backs. And from 2019 to 2023, he did not play any minor league baseball. He finally came back last year. And despite still having some plate discipline issues, Major slash line, 915 OPS, showed the elite athleticism, the dynamic skill, 14 home runs, 23 stolen bases in just 65 games. Christian Robinson is still someone worth like, he has so much talent. If he can ever get close to his ceiling and actually make an impact on the major league level, this could be ideal. This could be a dynamic athlete for the Arizona Diamondbacks and maybe another core building block. He's someone that's like out of options, going to be rule 5 eligible going forward. So, it's kind of now or never for a Christian Robinson. Will he actually ever make an impact with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Will he ever be you know, at least the fourth outfielder for the D backs and somehow contribute to this major league squad, get this team back to the postseason. We'll see. Christian Robinson is still someone that is only 23 years of age, just turned 23 this past December. So he's still super young at six foot three, major size. Christian Robinson, I, I would not mind letting him get a crack at that fourth outfielder this spring training. He's someone where if he has a good spring training. Like, that fourth outfield spot is open. It feels like Jake McCarthy's in the lead, but for some reason, Jake McCarthy doesn't work out. Maybe it's Christian Robinson's job to lose. Probably a Jorge Barosa, probably still ahead of even a Christian Robinson, but I like Christian Robinson a lot, and I would not mind him getting an opportunity to be the D-backs' fourth outfielder in the 2024 season. He's number one most intriguing guy I'm watching for this spring training. Number two is a guy that we've already seen on the major league level, but I want to see what kind of strides he has made because he is the future of the Arizona Dimebacks, or at least one of the future pieces. Jordan Lawler is still someone that I am very intrigued by because he's someone that has dealt with injuries. I haven't been able to see a ton of Jordan Lawler. He did not look good in the small sample size that he played with the D-backs last year. That's why I want to see him this spring training. How does he look against some, you know, normal major league pitchers who will be out there guys who will be on the opening day roster he will get to go against some of those guys in spring training while also going against some high level prospects from both the double a and triple a system so i want to see how jordan lawler looks in spring training does he look like a guy that's improved from the flaws that we saw in 2023 how does his bat speed look how does his plate discipline look what kind of pitches is he going after and attacking? I want to see all that from Jordan Lawler. Plus, do we get to see some, av- some of the athleticism? Does he show off the wheels of spring training? Do we see some over-defense pop with him where he just smoking do uh, smoking balls over the left field wall? Do we see some elite love work? Jordan Lawler is still someone that is one of the most tantalizing prospects that the D-backs currently have. He's arguably the best D-backs prospect right now. I think if you do look at a lot of those prospect lists, I do think they have Jordan Lawler as the D-backs best prospect. He was like a top 15 guy consensus against a lot of sites last year among the top 100 prospects in Major League Baseball. So this is someone with a lot of talent in 2023, 874 OPS, 20 home runs, and 36 stolen bases in 105 games. I want to see him in spring training to see what level he's at after getting a cup of coffee with the D-backs his past year. Will he continue those struggles in spring training? That's what I'm looking out for. And if he doesn't if he is someone that has an incredible spring, if he is someone that has an incredible spring training, we know the other options for backup shortstop just aren't that strong, don't have the upside or ceiling of a Jordan Lawler. So if he's someone that goes out there and looks really good in spring training, why not give him the backup shortstop position from day one? It's a question that the D back's going to have. Should they start Lawler in Reno or should him, or should they start him as the backup shortstop on opening day? We don't know, might come down to spring training, but whatever the D-backs do, whether he starts in AAA or not, I want to see Jordan Lawler at least show strides and flashes in spring training. If he does that, I will be a happy camper for his prospects in future this upcoming season. Then the final guy that I want to discuss in segment number one that I really like as a spring training body, he's a non-roster invite but still Yu Min Lin is someone that a lot of D-backs fans want to see. He's 21 years old or going to be 21 this season and he's someone he's someone coming off a really strong season in AAA with the Reno Aces, or excuse me, not AAA, uh Double A. He really hasn't graduated to AAA just yet. He's still down in Double A and in Double A this past year wasn't as good as what he did in High A, but Put up some good numbers overall in Double A. We know Double A very hitter-friendly ballpark, so hard to put up elite numbers in Double A. But on the course of a full season, he re- did he, he did really good in run prevention. Pretty good at striking out folks too, like Yumin Lin. He's very effective at command. The thing with him is he just doesn't have like that high upside arsenal, low 90s fastball guy. But kind of. Meryl Kelly-esque maybe in terms of his command and accuracy. He's small, only 5'11", so he doesn't have super upside, but he's still someone that has looked good through the minor league system. He is someone that, if he does hit his ceiling, could be a back-end rotation arm or at least a solid reliever. And because of his ability to strike out folks, I think he is someone that could get a look this spring training as maybe a guy that gets called up, halfway through the season toward the end of the year just like what the D-backs have done with the Dre Jamisons and the Ryan Nelsons and the Slate Coney and the Bryce Jarvises, like it could be Yumin Lin's year to get that kind of opportunity at the end of the season with how he looked last year between high A and double A I think Yu Lin has a lot of promise going forward for him does he have the upside of a number one or like a Brandon Fott Probably not, but the best version of Yumin Lin could be a number three or a number four starter or maybe a very highly effective reliever for the D-back. Still super young, going to be 21 years old. So Yumin Lin is someone that I'm keeping a close eye on this spring training. If you want to bet on which D-back's prospect is going to make the biggest impact and potentially win NL Rookie of the Year in 2024, then why not go to FanDuel Sportsbook and place a little futures bet down On that, because FanDuel Sportsbook is, of course, America's number one sportsbook. Get buckets with your first bets on FanDuel, because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. My favorite thing to do is bet on the L.A. Lakers' same-game parlay. I take 80 over in points, 80 over in rebounds, and the Lakers' money line. Now, the money line leg of the parlay doesn't always hit, but when it does, it brings a great smile to my face. So, visit FanDuel.com and shoot your shot today. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Let's discuss some more players that I am very intrigued by this spring training. The players that I think make a biggest impression on this coaching staff and front office and potentially parlay that into an opportunity at some point this season. Next up on my list is Blaze Alexander, who... I think I forgot to mention when talking about the backup shortstop battle, I didn't bring up Blaze Alexander, and I probably should. He is on the 40-man roster, and he's someone that's coming off a fantastic season with the Reno Aces. Whenever I talk to Nash Walker, their uh, communications coordinator, he always always raved about Blaze Alexander, how good he was, his skill. He put up Major slash line, 291 average, 865 OPS in Reno last year. He's been able to add some pop to his bat the last couple years. Just a really solid bat, really good glove overall. Not a huge guy, 5'11", but someone that could play multiple infield positions, someone that's put up really gaudy stats the last couple years in terms of average and a solid OPS. Got some pop as well the last couple years. Blaze Alexander probably still strikes out a decent amount, but that's like the case where all these minor league guys, right, you all want them to strike out less, and he's been able to improve that strikeout rate a little bit over the last couple years. So someone with a plus arm, Someone that can move all around defensively on the infield, someone with a really good bat. I really, really like Blaze Alexander a lot, to be honest. If Jordan Lawler doesn't win the backup shortstop, if Jordan Lawler doesn't win the backup shortstop job, it should not go to Kevin Newman. It should not go to Jace Peterson. It should be another young guy backing up Geraldo Perdomo just because the Newmans and the Peterson offer no upside whatsoever so if Jordan Lawler the future does not make it on day one which I'm okay with if he starts off the year in Reno Blaze Alexander 24 years old been in the AAA organization for the last couple years AAA the stats are there he looks like he crushes minor league pitching Blaze Alexander if Jordan Lawler is not the answer Blaze Alexander should actually be the answer to the D-backs backup shortstop coming out of spring training next up on my list Jorge Barosa, someone that we're going to talk about a lot probably throughout spring training because he's going to be thick in the battle of the fourth outfielder with Jake McCarthy. Of course, Jake McCarthy has the inside track, but Jorge Barosa is someone that is interesting. Only 5'5", like we talked about, but solid pop. Double-digit home runs last year. Got some speed as well. Is he... Corbin Carroll fast? No, but he is Geraldo Perdomo quick with a good bat, solid defensive instincts as well. Jorge Barosa at the very least, his glove seems to be major league ready and his bat to ball skills seem to be major league ready as well. Good contact guy. He also, um, hits on the road, which is important because of course you play in a hitter friendly ballpark, you're like, does that travel? He is someone that did hit in the road or hit on the road, uh, in the minor leagues throughout his career. So, Jorge Barosa does have a bat that can travel outside of those conditions in Nevada. Barossa, I think, is someone that's going to be a very intriguing player this spring training. Only 22 years of age, despite being in the D-backs organization since 2017. He's been around a long time. He's ready to get his opportunity on the major league level. And if he has himself a good spring training, Jake McCarthy better watch out because Jorge Barosa definitely has an opportunity to steal his job. The guy next on my list, a little Blake Walston to bring it back to minor leaguers, or excuse me, to bring it back to pitchers. Blake Walston, lefty, six foot five. Maybe hasn't realized his potential on the minor league level yet because he's a guy that still throws a low 90s fastball despite his size. Feels like the D backs want him to throw harder, but he does look good with what he's able to do so far in Reno last year, led the league, excuse me, led the team and in innings pitch. At a 452 ERA, which is actually pretty solid for a Reno standards, 104 strikeouts and 149 innings pitch with a 254 average allowed. Blake Walson still has more to develop in terms of his pitching arsenal and just getting all his uh g- getting more consistent with his pitches and making them a higher grade. But if he's able to do that, if he's able to mix in his pitches. Better with a better delivery. He has a chance to potentially be a big league starter. He has that kind of potential. Again, like Yumin Lin, is he a frontline starter? No. But he could be a mid-rotation guy if everything goes right with him. He's got the curveball, he's got the low 90s fastball with a little slider mixed in as well. That's some nice sweeping action. Blake Walston just needs to improve on his pitches overall. And if he has himself a good spring training like a Yu Minlin, those that that could be the pair that gets called up late in the season to have that cup of coffee because it feels like the D-backs like to call up people in pairs. Ryan Nelson, Jay Jameson, Slaker Coney, Bryce Jarvis, maybe it's Yu Lin and Blake Walston at the end of the year that get the call up to the big leagues then the final guy that I want to discuss in segment number two that I think is a really intriguing option is someone that we've already seen have a cup of coffee with the D-backs the last couple years. Luis Frias is someone that I'm really keen on watching this spring training because he is someone that I think does have a lot of tantalizing talent. He's someone when you look at his pitches, he can ratchet it up to 99 with that fastball. He's got the He's got a cutter, he's got some nasty movement on his slider, but his issue has always been hard contact and, and and giving up a lot of walks. When you look at his numbers against his cutter and fastball last year, greatly improved to what it was in 2022. His fastball still gives up a pretty decent slugging percentage and the expected stats against it is still not the best, but his cutter was very effective last year. He did, he did have a 4.06 year rate total last year. I thought he looked fine in the postseason as well for the D-backs. He had 6.2 innings pitch, and he only gave up one earned run. So, Frias, it looks like he's going to be there opening day uh, in the D-backs bullpen. He should be an opening day guy in the bullpen, out the pen for this D-backs team. So, Frias is someone that is very volatile. He is someone that could give up a home run or a double or walk the bases loaded, but he is someone that if you, st- if you told me Frias struck out the side, it actually wouldn't surprise me at all. So Luis Frias foot three, two 245, another intriguing option for the D-backs bullpen, someone that's going to be there opening day. I would love to see him have a good spring training to make me feel really confident in his ability for the upcoming season. And if you need some parts that you feel really confident in so your car can get back to where it needs to be, then the best place to buy carts Then the best play to buy parts for your car is eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. If you like the show, follow me on Twitter at careerthomas 24 for my personal account or look up Locked on Dimebacks about Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. But now let's let me give you my final four guys of who really intrigues me this spring training. Next up, Ivan Melendez. The D-Backs kind of need a third baseman corner infielder of the future. They have Eugenio Suarez there right now, but he's not the future, right? He's a bridge gap guy. Melendez. Someone with major raw power uh, only got up to the A system last year, but between A and high A, 923 OPS, 30 home runs. Strikeouts, a little bit of a problem for Ivan Melendez, but he seems to be getting slightly better in that area because of that raw power. If he's someone that is able to hit his ceiling, he could be a monster power threat, on the Major League level with the D-backs and potentially could be a first baseman for the D-backs moving forward. Christian Walker, someone that's going to be a pending free agent at the end of the year. Maybe Melendez gets some opportunities this season if he looks good. Maybe he's the D-backs' first baseman of the future, but... For the D-backs to have any sort of confidence letting Christian Walker walk because of Ivan Melendez, I think we would need to see him at least a little bit in spring training and have himself a pretty good uh, camp. And then we'll talk once the regular season rolls around because the D-backs bench right now looks like Emmanuel Rivera. Just looking at the latest opening day mock roster. Provided by Steve Gilbert on MLB.com. He has Emmanuel Rivera as a bench option. He would be a backup third baseman, so maybe you could replace Manny with a Evan Mal- with a Evan Melendez throughout the season, and maybe that could be a potential upgrade. And Melendez comes out the gates hot, and if he starts smashing home runs, maybe the D-backs look at Melendez as the as the replacement to Christian Walker at first base going forward. So Melendez definitely has a chance to prove and make an impression this spring training next up Justin Martinez another guy that we've already seen have a cup of coffee with the D-backs last year was not great in his small sample size but because of his arsenal definitely flash for this D-backs team because if you're talking about a dude that could throw hard no one throws harder than Justin Martinez his fastball averaged 105 100.5 miles per hour but we did see him throw as hard as 103 I think 104 last year But the stats against his fastball, I mean, it was crushed. 440 average allowed. So for Justin Martinez, the question is, can he make that fastball move? Can he make it more deceptive? Right now, he can throw it hard, but can he throw it hard with a little bit of movement? Got the split finger too. Needs to make those secondary pitches off the fastball real effective the split finger the slider he's someone that I think has a lot of talent because of how hard he could throw every team wants a flamethrower Justin Martinez could be a game changer out the bullpen because of how hard he could throw but he's also someone that just feels super volatile someone that could draw that someone that could give up a lot of walks someone that could give up a lot of home runs the best version of Justin Martinez is that flamethrower, Craig Kimbrel and his prime type player, a Chapman type player. But the reverse of a Justin Martinez is if, like, Robbie Ray and Chapman had a baby. And I'm talking about that final season in Arizona, Robbie Ray, where it's a lot of walks, a lot of home runs, and also a lot of strikeouts. That's why I'd be scared of for, like, the downside of a Justin Martinez. But he's still super young, only, like, 23 uh, years of age, 22 years of age actually will be 23 in July. So because he can throw so hard, he is someone that I would not mind developing a little bit longer to see what his ceiling could be with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Tristan English next up on my list, someone that is kind of now or never for him because he's also out of options. 27 or going to be 27 uh, in a couple months here. He's someone that has played first base, corner outfield, so always a potential. Replacement for Christian Walker, if it comes to that, led Reno in home runs last year with 17. Does have major pop, almost a 900 OPS last year. Of course, it's Reno, so you never know. But he did have 82 strikeouts in 84 games. That's not terrible. You do like to see that. Tristan English, just someone that I would like to see get an opportunity. He's someone in college that was a pitcher throwing up to 95 miles per hour. So if he did play a little corner outfield, Maybe he has the opportunity to be that D-back's fourth outfielder, also be the D-back's backup for a spaceman, kind of like a better version of Paven Smith with some offensive upside. So Tristan English is someone that I would not mind at all, giving at least an opportunity if there was an injury or something in the regular season. Then the final guy that intrigues me for spring training is AJ. And I always forget how to pronounce his last name. Let me look at his name once again. AJ Vukovic, he is also someone that is coming to the D-back spring training. We talked about him as a potential backup fourth outfielder for the D-backs. And he is a former high school basketball star, super athletic, six foot two. That's one of the reasons I like him. Plays that corner infield with a little corner outfield. And he is someone also with a ton of raw power. Last year, 24 home runs. And double A. He is also someone that has a little bit of speed as well, 20 stolen bases as well in just the 115 games he played last year. So a guy with 30-30 potential maybe because of that Uber athleticism that he can display. I don't know what his final position is going to be. Probably third base because he is six foot well I think he grew uh since coming to Uh, minor league baseball he's now listed at six foot five after previously being listed as six foot two being a former basketball player I love that innate athleticism that he already has so he is also someone that intrigues me lowest on this list because I probably think he has the hardest climb the the hardest uphill climb of all the guys I'm mentioning to get an opportunity at some point this season but if everything goes right for him if he gets a call up to triple a and crushes in triple a as well maybe he gets a quick cup of coffee with the d-backs at the end of this year but these are definitely the most intriguing guys the players that I'm keeping the closest eye on this spring training because I think they could parlay their spring training into an opportunity either on opening day or at some point this regular season. So the players I'm keeping an eye on, Christian Robinson, Jordan Lawler, Yu Lin, Blaze Alexander, Jorge Barosa, Blake Walston, Luis Frias, Ivan Melendez, Justin Martinez, Tristan English, and A.J. Vukovic this spring training. Now that's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. No says.